Part One, Article Three, Sections Twenty One to Twenty Seven of Robert's Rules of Order. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kevin Davidson. Robert's Rules of Order, Pocket Manual of Rules of Order for Deliberative Assemblies by Henry M. Robert. Section 21. To postpone to a certain day. This motion takes precedence of a motion to commit, or amend, or indefinitely postpone, and yields to any privileged, section 9, or incidental, section 8, question, and to the motion to lie on the table, or for the previous question. It can be amended by altering the time, and the previous question can be applied to it, without affecting any other motions pending. It allows of very limited debate, section 35, and that must not go into the merits of the subject matter any further than is necessary to enable the assembly to judge the propriety of the postponement. The effect of this motion is to postpone the entire subject to the time specified, until which time it cannot be taken up except by a two-thirds vote, section 13. When that time arrives, it is entitled to be taken up in preference to everything except privileged questions. Where several questions are postponed to different times, and are not reached then, they shall be considered in the order of the times to which they were postponed. It is not in order to postpone to a time beyond that session, section 42, of the Assembly, except, note, in Congress a motion cannot be postponed to the next session, but it is customary in ordinary societies, end note, to the day of the next session when it comes up with the unfinished business and consequently takes precedence of new business, section 44. If it is desired to hold an adjourned meeting to consider a special subject, the time to which the assembly shall adjourn, section 10, should be first fixed before making the motion to postpone the subject to that day. Section 22. To commit or recommit, as it is called when the subject has been previously committed. This motion takes precedence of the motions to amend or indefinitely postpone, and yields to any privileged Section 9 or incidental Section 8 question, and also to the motion to lie on the table or for the previous question, or to postpone to a certain day. It can be amended by altering the committee, or giving it instructions. It is debatable, and opens to debate, section 35, the merits of the question it is proposed to commit. The form of this motion is to refer the subject to a committee. When different committees are proposed, they should be voted in the following order. 1. Committee of the Whole, Section 32, 2. A Standing Committee, and 3. A Special or Select Committee. The number of a committee is usually decided without the formality of a motion, as in filling blanks, Section 25. The chairman asks, of how many shall the committee consist? And a question is then put upon each number suggested, beginning with the largest. The number and kind of the committee need not be decided till after it has been voted to refer the subject to a committee. 
if the committee is a select one and the motion does not include the method of appointing it and there is no standing rule on the subject the chairman inquires how the committee shall be appointed and this is usually decided informally sometimes the chair appoints in which case he names the members of the committee and no vote is taken upon them or the committee is nominated either by the chair or members of the assembly no member nominating more than one except by general consent and then they are all voted upon together except where more nominations are made than the number of the committee when they shall be voted upon singly where a committee is one for action a committee of arrangements for holding a public meeting for example it should generally be small and no one placed upon it who is not favorable to the proposed action and if any such should be appointed he should ask to be excused but when the committee is for deliberation or investigation it is of the utmost importance that all parties be represented on it so that in committee the fullest discussion may take place and thus diminish the chances of unpleasant debates in the assembly in ordinary assemblies by judicious appointment of committees debates upon delicate and troublesome questions can be mostly confined to the committees which will contain the representative members of all parties see reports of committees section twenty nine section twenty three to amend this motion takes precedence of nothing but the question which it proposed to amend and yields to any privileged section nine incidental section eight or subsidiary section seven question except to indefinitely postpone it can be amended itself but this amendment of an amendment cannot be amended an amendment may be inconsistent with one already adopted or may directly conflict with the spirit of the original motion but it must have a direct bearing upon the subject of that motion to illustrate a motion for a vote of thanks could be amended by substituting for thanks the word censure or one condemning certain customs could be amended by adding other customs an amendment may be in any of the following forms to add or insert certain words or paragraphs to strike out certain words or paragraphs the question however being stated by the chair thus shall these words or paragraphs stand as part of the resolution and if this is adopted that is the motion to strike out fails it does not preclude either amendment or a motion to strike out and insert to strike certain words and insert others which motion is indivisible and if lost does not preclude another motion to strike out the same words and insert different ones to substitute another motion on the same subject for the one pending to divide the question into two or more questions as the mover specifies so as to get a separate vote on any particular point or points see section four if a paragraph is inserted it should be perfected by its friends previous to voting on it as when once inserted it cannot be struck out or amended except by adding to it the same is true in regards to words to be inserted in a resolution as when once inserted they cannot be struck out except by a motion to strike out the paragraph or such a portion of it as shall make the question an entirely different one from that of inserting the particular words 
The principle involved is that when the assembly has voted that certain words shall form a part of a resolution, it is not in order to make another question which involves exactly the same question as the one they have decided. The only way to bring it up again is to move a reconsideration, section 27, of the vote by which the words were inserted. In stating the question on an amendment, the chairman should read, one, the passage to be amended, two, the words to be struck out, if any, three, the words to be inserted, if any, and four, the whole passage as it will stand if the amendment is adopted. For amending reports of committees and propositions containing several paragraphs, see section 44. The numbers prefixed to paragraphs are only marginal indications, and should be corrected, if necessary, by the clerk, without any motion to amend. The following motions cannot be amended. To adjourn, when unqualified, see section 11. For the orders of the day, section 12, all incidental questions, section 8. To lie on the table, section 19. For the previous question, section 20. An amendment of an amendment, section 23. To postpone indefinitely, section 24. Reconsider, section 27. An amendment to rules of order, by-laws, or a constitution shall require previous notice and a two-thirds vote for its adoption. See section 45. Section 24. To postpone indefinitely. This motion takes precedence of nothing except the principal question, section 6, and yields to any privileged section 9, incidental section 8, or subsidiary section 7 motion except to amend. It cannot be amended. It opens to debate the entire question which it is proposed to postpone. Its effect is to entirely remove the question from before the assembly for that session. Section 42. The previous question, section 20, if ordered when this motion is pending, applies only to it without affecting the main question. Miscellaneous motions, sections 25 to 27. Section 25. Filling blanks. In filling blanks, the largest sum and the longest time proposed shall be first put to the question. Sometimes the most convenient way of amending a resolution is to create a blank by moving to strike out a certain number or time. It is customary for any number of members to propose numbers to fill a blank without the formality of a motion, these different propositions not being regarded in the light of amendments. Nominations are treated in a similar manner, so that the second nomination, instead of being an amendment to the first, is an independent motion, which, if the first fails, is to be immediately voted upon. Any number of nominations can be made, the chairman announcing each name as he hears it, and they should be voted upon in the order announced, until one receives a vote sufficient for an election. Section 26. Renewal of a Motion. When any principal question, section 6, or amendment has been once acted upon by the assembly, it cannot be taken up again at the same session, section 42, except by a motion to reconsider, section 27. The motion to adjourn can be renewed if there has been progress in debate or any business transacted. As a general rule, the introduction of any motion that alters the state of affairs makes it admissible to renew any privileged or incidental motion, excepting suspension of the rules as provided in section 18, or subsidiary motion, excepting an amendment, 
as in such a case the real question before the assembly is a different one. To illustrate, a motion that a question lie on the table, having failed, suppose afterwards it be moved to refer the matter to a committee. It is now in order to move again that the subject lie on the table, but such a motion would not be in order if it were not made till after the failure of the motion to commit, as the question then resumes its previous condition. When a subject has been referred to a committee which reports at the same meeting, the matter stands before the assembly as if it had been introduced for the first time. A motion which has been withdrawn has not been acted upon, and therefore cannot be renewed. Section 27. Reconsider. It is in order at any time, even when another member has the floor, or while the assembly is voting on the motion to adjourn, during the day, note, in Congress anyone can move a reconsideration, excepting where the vote is taken by yeas and nays, section 38, when the rule above applies, the motion can be made on the same or succeeding day, end note, on which a motion has been acted upon, to move to reconsider the vote, and to have such motion entered on the record. But it cannot be considered while another question is before the assembly. It must be made, excepting when the vote is by ballot, by a member who voted with the prevailing side. For instance, in case a motion fails to pass for lack of a two-thirds vote, a reconsideration must be moved by one who voted against the motion. A motion to reconsider the vote on a subsidiary, section 7, motion, takes precedence of the main question, it yields to privileged, section 9, questions, except for the orders of the day, and incidental, section 8, questions. This motion can be applied. It is not the practice to reconsider an affirmative vote on the motion to lie on the table, as the same result can be more easily reached by the motion to take from the table. For a similar reason, an affirmative vote on the motion to take from the table cannot be reconsidered. To every question except to adjourn and to suspend the rules. It is debatable, just as the question to be reconsidered is debatable, or undebatable, section 35. When debatable, it opens up for discussion the entire subject to be reconsidered, and can have the previous question, section 20, applied to it without affecting anything but the motion to reconsider. It can be laid on the table, section 19, and in such cases the last motion cannot be reconsidered. It is quite common and allowable to combine these two motions, though they must be voted on separately. In this case the reconsideration, like any other question, can be taken from the table, but possesses no privilege. Note. In Congress this is a common method used by the friends of a measure to prevent its reconsideration. End note. The motion to reconsider, being laid on the table, does not carry with it the pending measure. If an amendment to a motion has been either adopted or rejected, and then a vote taken on the motion as amended, it is not in order to reconsider the vote on the amendment until after the vote on the original motion has been reconsidered. If anything which the Assembly cannot reverse has been done as the result of a vote, then that vote cannot be reconsidered. The effect of making this motion is to suspend all action that the original motion would have required until the reconsideration is acted upon, but if it is not called up, its effect terminates with the session, section 42, provided 
Note. In Congress, the effect always terminates with the session and cannot be called up by anyone but the mover until the expiration of the time during which it is in order to move a reconsideration. End note. That in an assembly, having regular meetings as often as monthly, if no adjourned meeting upon another day is held of the one at which the reconsideration was moved, its effect shall not terminate till the close of the next succeeding session. See note at end of this section. While this motion is so highly privileged as far as relates to having it entered on the minutes, yet the reconsideration of another question cannot be made to interfere with the discussion of a question before the assembly. But as soon as that subject is disposed of, the reconsideration, if called up, takes precedence of everything except the motion to adjourn and to fix the time to which to adjourn. As long as its effect lasts, as shown above, anyone can call up the motion to reconsider and have it acted upon, excepting that when its effect extends beyond the meeting at which the motion was made, no one but the mover can call it up at that meeting. But the reconsideration of an incidental section 8 or subsidiary section 7 motion shall be immediately acted upon, as otherwise it would prevent action on the main question. The effect of the adoption of this motion is to place before the assembly the original question in the exact position it occupied before it was voted upon. Consequently, no one can debate the question reconsidered who had previously exhausted his right of debate, section 34, on that question. His only resource is to discuss the question while the motion to reconsider is before the assembly. When a vote is taken under the operation of the previous question, section 20, is reconsidered, the question is then divested of the previous question and is open to debate and amendment, provided the previous question has been exhausted, see latter part of section 20, by votes taken on all the questions covered by it before the motion to reconsider was made. A reconsideration requires only a majority vote, regardless of the vote necessary to adopt the motion reconsidered. For reconsidering in committee, see section 28. Note on reconsider. In the English Parliament, a vote once taken cannot be reconsidered, but in our Congress it is allowed to move a reconsideration of the vote on the same or succeeding day and after the close of the last day for making the motion. Anyone can call up the motion to reconsider, so that this motion cannot delay action for more than two days, and the effect of the motion, if not acted upon, terminates with the session. There seems to be no reason or good precedent for permitting merely two persons, by moving a reconsideration, to suspend for any length of time all action under resolutions adopted by the Assembly, and yet where the delay is very short, the advantages of reconsideration overbalances the evils. Where a permanent society has meetings weekly or monthly, and usually only a small proportion of the society is present, it seems best to allow a reconsideration to hold over to another meeting, so that the society may have notice of what action is about to be taken. To prevent the motion from being used to defeat a measure that cannot be deferred until the next meeting, it is provided that, in case the society adjourned, to meet the next day, for instance, then the reconsideration will not hold over beyond that session. This allows sufficient delay to notify the society, while if the question is one requiring immediate action, 
The delay cannot extend beyond the day to which they adjourn. Where the meetings are only quarterly or annual, the society should be properly represented at each meeting, and their best interests are subserved by following the practice of Congress and letting the effect of the reconsideration terminate with the session. End of Part 1. Article 3. Sections 21 to 27. Recording by Kevin Davidson. www.blogordie.com.